Ready, set, go! Welcome back to the EV Diaries. I am your host, Ben. This is where we discuss EVs in small town America. Traveling didn't pan out the way I had planned. I didn't have any downtime, zero alone time, and to say the least, I wasn't able to record the way I wanted to. Thursday evening, late, got the flight canceled, um, so that ate up an entire extra day trying to get back. I've been playing catch-up, but it was a great trip. One of the listservs that I'm a part of posted a link that said Ameren's early pricing program could reduce EV charging costs by 90%, study says. 90%, that's ridiculous. So, you know, I had to click on the link. It was a misquote, though, because the article only references saving 50%, but that might have been a correction to the article. Um, There was some footnotes there to that effect. But anyway... Amarant, if you don't know, is an investor-owned utility serving 2.4 million people in Missouri and Illinois. And because they cross two states, it's almost like they're two separate utilities because each state has its own regulations. So people in southern Illinois have this option of a PowerSmart pricing rider that they can apply to their bill. And basically, they are going to be charged an hourly rate based on real-time pricing on what the utility is paying. So basically, it is a time of use without fixed pricing. And to my understanding, any savings that you would experience on this rider would be, if you were using energy, what would be considered off-peak, or at least when the utility is buying it at a cheaper rate, then they would be on-peak. The report was put together by the Citizens Utility Board of Illinois, which is a do-gooder consumer advocacy group. Their report suggested that most EV owners don't take advantage of the rider. The basic reason, in my opinion, is that rates are too complicated to understand and no one's willing to do the math. At my co-op, I know three things better than anyone else. That's EVs, coordination, and rates. And if you ever look at rates, they are complicated. It took me years to become an expert on the ones that we have in place. And basically, ours are fairly straightforward, especially the residential rate, but we have riders and surcharges that complicate everything. Any penny that is collected on your electric bill somewhere, somehow, has a rationale applied to it in the form of a tariff or a rider or a rate structure, whatever it is, especially if you have a governing body like a public service commission. And like I said, residential rates are pretty straightforward. The commercial rates are way complicated, can be way complicated anyway. And they have, you know, contract demands and ratchets. Of course, it depends on the rate and the size of the utility. It's my job to interpret these things for our customers. And when I have to look at other utilities to, say, do a cost comparison, 
just reading their rate is complicated until I can sit down and and pick it apart. I mean, it, it can be really confusing. And I did that to Ameren's rates, and I still, I still don't get it. Um, I mean, I understand how it works, how it's supposed to work, but just the language and verbiage I did not have time to dig into to have complete understanding. But it's, it's crazy. And this brings me to my point. Call your utility and see what's available. See if they have a special EV rate. See if you can go on a time of use rate. You might be able to take advantage of both. Um, ask them if they've got someone that can help you figure out what your cost savings might be. It may be a hypothetical cost savings based on your charging your EV at certain hours of the day, but at least it will give you an idea of what is possible. Now, my co-op doesn't have either type of a time of use rate or a special EV rate, but at some point I feel that we may. The time of use rate typically has a peak rate that is three to four times larger than the off-peak, and at first, it looks more expensive, but once you do the calculations and based on a habit change because they're wanting you to shift your usage to the off-peak time, you will more than likely save money on a time of use rate. So I always say do the math, but call and ask. On a side note, if you want to be confused or just see what a published rate looks like, go to your utilities website or uh, say like in Kentucky you can see all the tariffs for every utility at the Public Service Commission's website and you can just see how complicated that they really are. Like our residential rate, I can't remember right off the bat if it's one or two pages. I know that our commercial rates are typically three pages and we offer six or eight rates. I mean, that's the choices. So that's maybe, what, 20, 25 pages? The entire tariff publication is somewhere in the neighborhood of 280 pages. So yeah, there's a lot of details in there that can be overlooked. We would have a time of use rate, but our generation and transmission provider who we buy our electricity from has this on-peak, off-peak structure that changes four months out of the year. And it is just one of those things that to do a single rate without following that same model becomes confusing for some people. Keep in mind, too, that your utility may not have the infrastructure it takes to provide time-of-use rates. You've got to have a, a digital smart meter that is... Uh, able to be read remotely and that is a whole can of worms by itself because there is a lot of misinformation on the internet about smart meters. They also have to have a data management system because you can imagine that my co-op takes 52,000 meter readings every hour. That's a lot of data that they have to be able to sort through. Keep in mind too that unless it's an EV special rate that many of these will apply to consumers regardless of whether they have an EV or not. Hit that subscribe button, and remember the EV revolution is here. 
So buckle up and call your utility because you may be leaving money on the table. 